Good morning and welcome, Patriot Radio News Hour. I'm Joe Jaquin, CEO of the Patriot Trading Group, and our toll-free number, 800-951-0592, the website at allamericangold.com, and it is the first day of September, and it is, well, it's off to a rocky start. Everything is down. The Dow down again, another two 200 plus points again today. The S&P's down 50. The Nasdaq's down 250. Gold's down 20. Crude oil's down $2. Matter of fact, the one thing that's up and up big, bonds. Uh, this is, and of course, that's not good news for bonds. When bond yields rise, that's actually, it's a little counterintuitive. But again, this is something we've been warning you about. It's why my son has been coming on the air telling everybody, man, you better readjust that 401k. And remember, the Fed now really starts this quantitative tightening. So it makes sense. All this new supply out onto the market, uh, the, the 10-year note now approaching 3.3. Uh, and and it's going to go a lot higher than that. Um, a lot of Fed governors have been out this week saying expect the Fed's funds rates to be four plus by the end of the year. So that would mean okay the the ten year note and it, and that's assuming it doesn't stretch out, which it should, but probably won't. Four and a half, five. Uh, get ready for a mortgage to be seven or eight percent. I would not be surprised. This week, mortgage 30-year fix got to 5.8. I would not be surprised next week if we see 6%. So that would be double. Think about this. Double the interest rate since the beginning of the year. Obviously, we already know uh, housing has been greatly impacted by all of this. Uh, today, 3M joining the list of last. Now, we have an interesting jobs number today. First-time jobless claims. Uh, hit like a five-buck low. So remember, we had been climbing, 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 climbing. We've been waiting for 270, and then it kind of went the other way, down into the 230s today. I mean, that's that. that so again, that's a good number, but a bad number because that just means rates got to go higher. But then inside of that, the continuing claims so the people that are losing their jobs. That hit a multi-year. Hi. In other words, hey, I lost my job, and I'm not finding another job. Uh, so we'll have to watch that. Now, my guess is that's a lot of the tech jobs. You know, like we heard uh, the other day, like Snap's laying off, and we know Robinhood was laying off, and all these other tech companies laying off. So I'm wondering if the tech guys are having a hard time finding an employment right now. Obviously, uh, Best Buy said, hey, we're cutting hours. They didn't announce a whole lot. Of that. I think they only laid off like a 1,000 people, but they're reducing hours at their store. Then Bed Bath & Beyond, right, they're, they're just closing stores straight out. Uh, and then today, 3M. Of course, 3M, obviously a huge maker of products, uh, big in the chemical business. And, and, you know, 3M, I always think of tape. Right, duct tape, Scotch tape, masking tape. Right, 3M. Uh, they've got some lawsuit issues. Uh, go figure. You know, uh, like a lot of the companies uh, that have been around for a long time. Oh, did we? 
Did we produce toxic stuff? Oh, sorry about that. But uh, they they said that they are going to be scaling back as well. And then obviously, though, the real problem is, is there enough liquidity in the markets for what is happening right now? This is what we're kind of waiting to see. The bond market right now, uh, very unstable as far as too much supply, not enough demand, which has really been pushing up rates. Uh, look at the Japanese yen. The Japanese yen, 140. Japanese yen used to always be around 100, so it's lost. I mean, think about this, 40% of its value, uh, something. We haven't seen the yen this high since, like, the 90s. Uh, and the problem is I think it's going higher. I wouldn't be surprised. 150, 160. Uh, the euro, we know this, broke the dollar, right? So now the euro, we only need like 99 cents for the euro. The British pound this morning, the lowest level uh, going back to 1984. Now, there was one brief moment. I want to say it was 2017 uh, where it hit 114 during Brexit. Right now, the euro, you need a dollar fifteen for one British pound. Uh, essentially, outside of that one little spot at Brexit, which is only, listen, here's the sad part, it's only one cent away from being at all-time record lows. And guess what? I think it's going lower. Uh, so uh, the, the really wealthy Americans out there, hey, Europe's looking real cheap for you guys right now, you right? And I'm sure a lot of wealthy Americans are buying houses over in Europe and probably in London because uh, the, the dollar's never bought more. And again, this is going to create this domino effect as we keep talking about all of the major banks. You know, the problem is Bank of America, J.P. Morgan, Citigroup, they're all over there. We're all interwoven together. You know, yesterday we talked about the the electric bills hitting in, in Europe. You know, people don't understand how quickly things can change. You know, in places like France, in England, in Germany, power bill power prices rose twenty five percent in a day. Power prices rose seventy percent in a matter of weeks, and and now all of those things. Uh, needing to get paid. So this is what we're going to, to look at. We're going to look at, is there going to be enough liquidity in these bond markets? I don't think there is. Get ready for yields to continue to rise. And I think that's just going to set off a cascading effect like Bed Bath & Beyond. Hey, without cheap money, we can't survive. Patriot Radio News Hour. We'll be back after the break. Eight hundred nine five one zero five nine two. Patriot Radio News Hour, and they're talking about lack of liquidity in the in the U.S. bond market, and and we're seeing that obviously uh, looking at the ten year note uh, when it started the week, it was about three percent. It's at three point three percent. I mean that that's that's significant. That's a ten percent move. Uh, in in just a matter of of a few days, and there's and, and it's a cascading effect. Uh, we're going to see it in a lot of emerging markets. Uh, we're going to have a lot of trouble there. Uh, they're going to have a shortage of dollars. We're seeing it as the Chinese and the Japanese 
continue to sell U.S. treasuries on top of now we've got to sell $60 billion of treasuries on top of all the treasuries. Don't think about this. You know, every month we got to roll over a big chunk of the debt. You know, not all, you know, every year, not all 30 some odd trillion. Of course, the Fed's got nine trillion. So, you know, the 40 trillion that's out there, not all of it gets rolled over. Right, because some some of some people buy thirty year treasuries, twenty year treasuries, ten year treasuries, seven year treasuries, five year treasuries. The but the vast majority of holdings of treasuries are two years or less. So when we look at any given year with the the amount of debt that we have, we're looking at ten to twelve trillion dollars and it rises every year that needs to be continually rolled over so so just think about how much money and how much liquidity is actually needed uh to support our debt markets and when there's not enough liquidity what happens is rates rise because uh you know just look at it as supply and demand we've got a lot of supply we don't have enough demand Right, because the places that are looking at demand, well, they're struggling. They need money, right? They're they they they're going to lighten their load uh, of dollars because they need it at home. And so now it, it's this it's this perfect storm that's developing. I, I said it all along. There's no way out of this thing. Well, I should let me rephrase that. There's only one way out, and that's depression. Look at Europe right now. This is exactly what I was warning about. You know, Jason and I, we are always talking about the the double Great Depression. Remember that? Just just a few months ago, we're talking the double Great Depression. What, what does double Great Depression mean? Well, really simply put, the, the the last time they admitted to a Great Depression was the thirties, right? That was their their excuse. To take the gold away. This is really something where uh, I hope we go back and realize giving power to these private bankers was a horrible, horrible, horrible idea. And at the end of this, the vast majority of, of the population is going to be impoverished. Just look at the middle class. The middle class has been under attack, and it's been under attack really for almost 100 years now. And it's unrelenting. You you get a, a handful of winners, and the vast majority of people lose. Uh, food banks. Have you seen the food banks? We don't follow them that much, but they're saying that food demand has never been greater. Never. How is this? How is this? We, we gave everybody that had food stamps a 25% increase in their food stamps uh, right uh, what, a year and a half ago. A 25% increase. It's not enough. It's not enough. And they need help. Uh, by the way, if you're able to help your local food bank, uh, please do it. Believe me, they need the food. Feeding people is becoming a huge problem. I know we don't want we want to pretend it doesn't happen, right? If you turn on CNBC or Fox, they're not going to tell you about it. But believe me, it's happening. 
And the vast majority of those people in line to get food have jobs. That's the other uh, misnomer out there. But we're sitting here and we're talking about lack of liquidity. In other words, too much debt. Not enough people wanting to buy it. Now, right now, the dollar is giving you the illusion that it's strong. But here's the realities. They're not flooding into U.S. equities. Right? Look at the stock market. Stock market is getting crushed again. What is fifth, sixth, seventh day in a row? They're not buying U.S. houses. Housing's come to a dead stop. They're not buying commercial buildings. Construction spending down again this month and down pretty big for construction spending. Right? They're not coming in and buying U.S. assets. This is kind of one of those weird kind of, uh, well, the dollar looks strong, but only because maybe we're the cleanest, dirty shirt in the laundry bin, right, if I can steal a line from somebody else. So right now, without enough liquidity, they have to increase the bribe. Well, you won't buy 10-year notes at 3%. Will you buy them at 3.3%? Oh, wait, there's still not enough liquidity. How about 3.4%? Will you buy it at 3.5? Right? Will you buy it at 4? Will you buy it at 5? And I just want you to know, because they don't talk about this either. Do you know how much more it costs the U.S. government and really costs the taxpayer? Every one point higher interest rates go in a year. It costs us now, we're up to about $350 per point. $350 billion per point. We're looking at a year in 2022 where we're going to be up three, maybe four, heaven forbid, five points. Because of now we're going to be up three plus just because of rate hikes, right? We're going to be up three or four points just because of rate hikes. But now we've got liquidity problems. Wait a minute, we got too much. So that all of a sudden now the yields are going higher, right? Could we see a year where we're up five or six? Points. I mean, you're talking about the potential to be adding a trillion and a half dollars to the national debt in 2023 just on increased debt payments, right? Just on the increase in the interest to to support our debt, and this is this is the death nail. This is why we say the the double Great Depression. Because all these zombie companies that should have went out of business in 08. All the weak banks should have been gone in 08. That we kept alive, that we papered over. They're all going to go under. Because they won't be able to refinance with cheap money. Matter of fact, most of them won't be able to refinance at all. They'll be like, oh no, you don't even make any money. Forget about it, you're out of here. On top of that, now we're going to be back 
into that roaring debt cycle again. We got a two-year reprieve where the national debt, you know, is only a couple trillion dollars a year. That's that's gone, right? But the worst part, where here's the double part: higher prices. See, the last time around during the you know the Great Depression, the bankers hated it because prices went down hated it. They called it deflation. Now think for just one minute. Why would it be a bad thing if prices went down? And of course, they were mad that prices went down on real estate, or maybe prices went down on their buildings, right? Stuff that they had borrowed against. Uh, but but here for us, what I'm talking about, I think that's going to happen. We're going to have prices go. I've, I'm changing my housing call by the day. Prices are going to come down a lot more than I thought. I don't know how bad it's going to be, but it's going to get rough. Commercial buildings, right? Prices are already uh, starting to show signs of weakness. We've had sky-high rents. I think hopefully that will top out and go the other way. But the problem is energy prices aren't coming down. Food prices are only going to get Worse. This is going to be, like I said, this very strange economy where we have a, a economic recession, depression. I think it's going to be depression. But yet, a lot of the things that we actually need, you know the stuff they like to strip out of inflation. They like to pretend that food and energy don't count. Believe me when I tell you, Food and energy count more than anything. See, because what they know is most Americans, either the most that you own, maybe you own a home. Right? We already know 40 or, you know, we're closing in on 50% of Americans don't even do that, right? They, they rent, the renters. So it doesn't affect that group. And then of the other, say, uh, 50 to 60 percent, 80 or 90 percent of that group. Maybe you own a home, and by owning a home, you're making payments on your home. By and large, there's some people that are old enough that they, they actually own their home, but the vast majority of the country either owns no real estate or they own one home. They're paying on one home. That's it. So when they get upset and talk about prices when it comes to real estate, when it comes to commercial real estate, when it comes to land and all of those things, that, that that's where a lot of the, the upper class, they have a lot of that stuff. That's where a lot of these bonds get valued, right? They, what's that worth? What's that building worth? Well, it's worth the land that it's on. And, and obviously if there's less tenants in there, the building's worth, worth less. And, and then, then you run into problems. Big problems. But here's the, 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 the cruel blow to all of this. Is for the other 80, 90% of us that, that don't own, you know, a bunch of commercial real estate and a bunch of homes and investment properties, food and energy prices are going to continue to keep you paralyzed. We're going to end up, I think, when this is done and we get to this digital currency we keep talking about, I would not be surprised at all 
if home ownership rates are below 50%. In other words, 50% plus of Americans can no longer live the American dream. This is what central banking does. This was this is what endless money money printing does. It impoverishes. It allows for a few winners. But for the vast majority of people, it actually impoverishes you because you can't afford it. Even even when we talk about, let's not talking about a major uh, housing correction. You won't be able to afford it because guess what? Can you imagine? I'm, I'm talking about next week, the 30-year fix, maybe 6 plus percent. Even if home prices fell $100,000, the payment would still be more. Here's the bad news. We're still, I don't know, two, three, four percent away from being done. Right? Is the New York Fed right? Are we going to be six percent by by the summer of 2023? What is that going to make a, a, a 30 year mortgage? Eight, nine? Who knows? And if we got liquidity problems, could it be 10% mortgages? Could anyone imagine? Could we possibly be going back to the Volcker era where a mortgage was like 20%? I don't think we get that high. But don't be shocked to see something really close to 10. Take the radio news, all right? All right. Hey, here's the good news. It's Thursday. We've only got one more day of the week, and then we can forget about it over the weekend. 800-951-0592, U.S. $20 gold pieces at 2050, 2050. If you buy 10 or more, we'll take another 10 bucks off at 2040 at 800-951-0592. We've got a Fed meeting in three weeks. At that point, I'm anticipating the Fed's funds rate to be between three and three and a quarter percent. So in other words, a three quarter percent hike in rates. Now, a normal market up until this millennial, so up until 2020, whatever the Fed's funds rate was, you could add 2% to the 10-year note. So if the Fed's funds rate was 3, the 10-year note would have been 5. We're slowly getting back to that. See, right now, remember what was it? Three, four weeks ago, we were having discussion. Hey, could it be possible? Could the 10-year note actually yield less than the Fed funds rate? And, of course, the closer we got to September, the more it spread out here. Uh, And I think with the liquidity problem, this could very well happen. And that's going to be even more painful. I said, and I've been saying, the Fed is fooling us into believing that they can control inflation with interest rates. That's nonsense. It's just not true. And and the reason I say it's not true is because we keep printing money, right? I guess you could if we weren't printing all this money. And, of course, now with the debt this big, even if they didn't print money, which they just can't help themselves, 
right? And, and look at the, you know, the, the new, uh, Inflation Reduction Act, right? There, that's, we're spending money. It's what we're doing. They just can't help themselves. And now we're going to suffocate ourselves with all of the, the interest on these debts. And it just so happens that the Federal Reserve knows they're lying to us. Uh, this was, uh, I give credit, uh, Shift Gold uh, was, was the one that, that may, brought this to light. Apparently, the Federal Reserve Bank of Chicago, along with John Hopkins and the Kansas City Federal Reserve, have made the argument that the central bank monetary policy alone cannot control inflation. Now, you're not going to hear that on, on CNBC. Jim Cramer's not going to tell you that. Booyah, Jim! He's not going to tell you that. This is a fallacy. But you see, the, the media wants you to pretend that they can. They cannot. The paper goes on to assert this increase in, in inflation could not have been averted by simply tightening monetary policy. Now, let's face it. That is true to a point. We would be much better off have we not spent that first year and a, a year and a half talking about transitory? But remember what we said yesterday. This has been a decade-long mission by people that don't know how to do fourth-grade math. That wanted everything to be rainbows and unicorns. Yes. Oh, gosh, look at you know. Crude oil, it's, it's, it's dirty. And natural gas, I mean, man, just think how much better it would be if we just used the wind and the sun, right? And, and we could have, uh, all the, the, the clean energy, which was nonsense. They've actually have led to the big, you want to take down society. You want to end productive societies. Get rid of cheap energy. Look at, and I hope you take seriously what we talked about yesterday. Look at what was happening all over Europe. Business owners breaking down. People, all of us at coffee shops. Delis, pubs, bars, restaurants. And let's face it, who's got the biggest bar restaurant economy in the world? Right? Bar, restaurant, prescription drugs. That's the U.S., baby. That's what we like. And they can't afford to pay the power. Can't pay the bill. They've been brought into serfdom almost overnight. Right? Because they're like, hey, wait a minute, you know what? We open at 8, you know, we, 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 we close at, 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 at 7 or we close at 10 or maybe it's a bar. We open at noon and we close at 2 o'clock in the morning. We, we're running how we normally run our business and all of a sudden 
our energy prices went up a thousand percent. We went from a thousand a month to ten thousand a month. We were out of business. I can't make the payments. Can't be done. I can't double the price. Now think about it. what would it take to be able to make that payment? How much more would prices have to be raised to do it? And see, and that's the problem because they know. Hey, I can't take a $15 hamburger and make it 30 Nobody will buy it. I can't take uh, a beer, a pint, right, and, and have it be, you know, let's just say it was 6 bucks. I can't have it be 12 bucks. They won't buy it. Right, I can't take my my IPA that was ten dollars and make it twenty. I'm out of business. I'm impoverished overnight, and this is what is happening. This isn't happening in Sri Lanka. This is happening in England, in Ireland, in France, in Germany, in Poland. And if you think it's not going to happen here, you're kidding yourselves. You're absolutely kidding yourselves. And it's going to happen and manifest itself in different ways. Right here in the United States, we we love debt. We're addicted to debt. All the debt payments have skyrocketed this week. And guess what? They're going to skyrocket all month. And then they're going to skyrocket again next month. And the month after that. And the month after that. And now the Fed is saying, well, we really can't control inflation with interest rates. Who do they blame? I'll tell you that next. 800-951-0592. Gold's down 15. Silver. Silver is, I I don't even know what to say. I guess uh, paper silver, 1780. Uh, It's actually been uh, lower than that, so it's come back a little bit uh, as, again, interest rates, bond market liquidity, starting to wreak havoc here uh, in these markets. It it gives you that illusion of dollar strength, but it really isn't what it seems. And now today, the Federal Reserve, Chicago and Kansas City with John Hopkins, they, they, you know, they studied it, guys. Just so you know, hey, they studied it. They They wrote a paper that said, hey, it's not our fault course it absolutely is but it's not our fault yeah we 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 were wrong about inflation but we really can't control inflation with interest rates in a nutshell the paper blames the united states government fiscal policy and really the two are they go hand in hand don't they the fed is an abled Washington. Uh, when's the last time anybody uttered the word balanced budget? When's the last time anybody's heard that? 25 years? Maybe longer? When's the last time someone talked about a balanced budget? Because you know why? They know now it's impossible. And especially now with interest rates doing what they're doing, it's really impossible. Just the interest payments on the debts alone make it virtually impossible. But they're saying that inflation due to U.S. government fiscal policy makes it impossible 
for the Fed to do its job. They didn't say harder. They didn't say, oh, well, you know what? Hey, that's going to make it more difficult. No, they said impossible. Do you not get it yet? Listen, you can prepare or not. You know, eventually, sooner or later, you'll call. The, the the issue will be how much will you have lost before you do it. And everybody out there that's got their head up their backside that thinks their money's safe in their bank accounts, you are sadly mistaken. This is not going to end well because it was built on a house of cards. This is a Bernie Madoff Ponzi scheme. And the, and the central bank just admitted it. Now, they're saying, well, you know, well, we're not the cause of it. All right, fine, you know, let's face it, you know, you know how it is. A bunch of you go out and, and you get a little rowdy, right? Maybe, maybe uh, you know, you're growing up and, and maybe uh, you beat up a kid or you, 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 you vandalized uh, something. Maybe you played baseball mailbox, mailbox baseball, right, where you're driving around taking baseball bats to the mailbox. You know what I'm saying. And you get home, and of course you're, you're busted, and you tell your parents, but it was Johnny's fault. I was just in the car. I didn't want to do it, but, but he made, I only, I only knocked one mailbox. He did all the rest of them, you know. That's it. That's what's happening right here. The central bank's like, oh, well, you know, we were in the car, but it's not our fault. It, it's these, it's those guys in Congress. They keep, they just keep spending money. Of course, what did you guys do with interest rates? Oh, yeah, that's right. You had it at zero. What did you do with your balance sheet? Oh, that's right. You bought $9 trillion of debt. This will not end well. Matter of fact, according to this paper, it's going to be impossible. So what do you think they're going to do? I'm going to tell you what they're going to do. This thing, this whole thing's crashing down, without a doubt. They're going to have a bail-in. They're going to come out with their digital currencies. And the vast majority of them, you think a lot of Americans live uh, on handouts from the government. Wait till you see this. And this is going to be ESG. This is going to be, hey, if you do, if you're a good, obedient worker, you're allowed to have a few more credits. And if you're not a good, obedient worker, well, you're not allowed to have credits. If you want to buy things that we say you can't have, well, we're just going to punish you. The authors acknowledged that the federal government uses inflation as a tool to handle its debt. What does that mean? Well, it's just what I was talking about earlier. Hey, we're going to have to increase the bribe. You're going to have to pay more money to finance this debt. 3%'s not enough. 4% not enough. 5% not enough. It's not enough. And think about it. It makes sense. We got $40 trillion of it. That's way too much, isn't it? And now the Federal Reserve, they're, they're, they're $9 trillion of it. They're trying to get rid of it. And guess what the market is saying? Yeah, not so fast.
not so fast. The, the then there was a listen. They actually wrote more than one paper. There was a second paper that conceded that merely tinkering with interest rates won't slay inflation if the government continues to spend beyond its means. Now, does anybody think the government's going to find Jesus? We're going to raid in the spending. Listen, things are about ready to get really ugly soon. And what is soon? I don't know. October? You think the government's going to announce that we're going to start spending less money as a, the throes of, in, of inflation and depression are coming? Yeah, I hope you figure it out. I hope you call 800 951 Put that gold away. You're going to need it. Final segment coming up. 800-951-0592. I just got a text. Uh, there is two bags of quarters out on the marketplace right now. Uh, $210 on rolls of quarters. That's 40 silver quarters in a roll. Uh, that, I mean, we, we've gotten to about 220 in the last couple of years. I, I, that's probably been the low water mark. Uh, so 210 right now on rolls of silver quarters, $20 gold at 2050 at 800 951 We're reading from a couple of papers written by the Federal Reserve that essentially say we can't tame inflation because the government keeps spending. And don't blame us. For for what what is what is happening out there, and and it goes on to talk about uh, the government spending is a big problem uh, for the central bank. And now again, remember, as rates rise, that just starts adding to the debt now. And and we're not rising slowly. This is a a, a mediocre. You know, we're like a meteor here. Rates are skyrocketing here. Uh, and, and really think about this. We got three weeks, rates are going higher again. Six weeks after that, they're going higher again. Six weeks after that, they're going higher again. Pretty much everybody at the Fed now is saying we're going to have a Fed's funds rate of four plus by the end of the year. So that's saying 75, 50, 50. And, and really, so that, that's going to put a 10 year note, what, five, maybe six percent, depending on liquidity problems, mortgage rates. Could we see 8% mortgage rates by the end of the year? It's possible. It absolutely is. And just think about this, what that does to credit card payments. Minimum payments on credit cards skyrocketing. You talk about inflationary. Uh, all that student loan debt, autos, right, these auto payments, uh, all of these things. So now we could actually see falling auto and falling home prices that make no difference. That make no difference because at the end of the day, well, I still got to make a payment. And guess what? That payment is just too high. And that's kind of what this paper is saying is, listen, and I've been saying it all along. Anyone that believes the Fed can control inflation with interest rates, you are kidding yourself. That is absolute nonsense. And this is why we're in the situation that we're in right now. 800 
The Dow is down again today. It's been down between two and 300 points all day. The S&P's down 45. The Nasdaq's down 265 points. Uh, the 10-year note, I had to look a little closer here, 327. It's been as high as 328. Oil prices are down a couple of dollars. The yen, uh, something like 35-year lows on the yen. The pound, we talked about the pound, right, outside of Brexit, and we're within a penny now. One cent away from the pound being all-time record lows. The euro below a dollar, uh, and again, I think the euro could be 75 cents. Wouldn't shock me at all. Wouldn't shock me to see the pound uh, less than a dollar. I think the yen, we could see 150, 160. Heck, we could see 200 uh, on the yen before all of this is over. And, and again, this just creates huge stress into the banking systems. Get your gold put away. 800 9510592. Don't touch that dial. 